0: yes travel there's so much more to life than just staying in the same place all the time travel is an investment in yourself we couldn't agree more welcome to the know where you want to go travel podcast You'll get recaps of recent travel, advice on where to go, and why to go there in the future. We'll talk about the news that's impacting travel, and we'll cover some places that you may never have even thought about going. We've been planning personal and corporate travel for over 15 years, and it's our passion to help you discover new places. Buckle your seatbelts, order up your favorite food or drink, and let's do this. This
1: is the the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. And now your host, Cam DeYoung. Hello and welcome to Season 3 of the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. My name is Cam DeYoung. I'm your host. I'm excited to be here in 2023 as we continue our efforts to bring you solid, good information on travel as you could tell, we have a new intro, we'll have a new outro, we have some new artwork for the podcast as we look to continue to expand and grow in the new year. So again, hopefully everybody had a great holiday season. We'll get right into things with a recap of 2022, and I'll talk a little bit about where I've been and where we went last year and any thoughts we had on that. And of course, uh, the intention is to help you with maybe some interesting and 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 things that you wouldn't have thought about otherwise. So we'll kick it right off with Florida. So our first trip, and this was a, last year was kind of a light travel time for us when it came to uh, leisure travel. There's a little bit more business travel that we'll talk about today. But our first trip was to uh, Fort Myers, Florida. And uh, we had a wonderful time there. Uh, we went to Cape Coral where we bought land last year. So it's interesting. You'll You'll see, of course, they had that horrendous hurricane uh, later in the year. And quite frankly, the values of properties have not really gone down. In some cases, they've gone up since then, which is interesting. I think there was a a lot of uh, gloom and doomer saying that property values were going to plummet by 50% in a few months after the hurricane. And, and uh, they're definitely not uh, plummeting by any means. They're going down across the country, but this isn't a real estate podcast, so I won't get too far into that. But uh, talking about Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Naples, Estero, uh, Punta Gorda, etc., cetera, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we went in June, and we're going to go again this year in May in the off-season. We were on the outer band of the off-season, and it was just so relaxing and nice and not full of tourists and not full of uh, snowbirds. And, I mean, that with all due respect. Uh, snowbirds had gone back to their – humble abodes in the North uh, at that point. So it was very quiet and, and in Cape Coral, which is uh, one of the fastest growing areas in the country, there's still some opportunity for infrastructure improvements. The four, I'm, a, I'm a huge uh, anti-fan of four-way stop signs I, because nobody knows how to use them. And quite frankly, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing other than waiting for everybody else to go until I even dare go. But, that said, you know they're gonna they have just infrastructure with lights and so on, and I think a lot of that will come after the hurricane. Unfortunately, it took so much infrastructure out, but in in at least in June of last year, there was um, some interesting things there when it came to infrastructure and a little bit of traffic uh, on on areas where the infrastructure wasn't quite there. You're gonna find a lot to do even in the off season. Um, there's one thing we didn't get a chance to do. That I think is very interesting if you're over near the uh, Weston. Uh, the the little uh, marina at the Weston is a beautiful area. There's some great seafood restaurants. Uh, Pincher Seafood was really, really good. Some A good uh, little bakery in there. Uh, great boardwalk. Uh, the restaurant and bar at the Weston is amazing as well. And uh, you can easy parking in the parking deck that's outside there. I mean, there was no problem finding parking. We stayed at the Weston, but even if we weren't staying there, you would see that the parking was just uh, abundant. And I don't expect that's going to change in the off season this year. And uh, there was a ferry that we could have had pick us up outside the West end at the Marina to take you to well Fort Myers beach. I don't recommend that. I think I know people are going back to Fort Myers beach this year. I, I just don't recommend it. I, they, they really need to have the area cleared out so they can rebuild that. Um, I There's other areas, Siesta, um, down at Marco Island, uh, Naples beaches down there, go there, uh, stay away from Sanibel and, and from uh, Fort Myers beach, in my opinion, because it's just, I, we just get in the way and it's just not cool. And plus the waters may not be safe. There's still some, some, uh, interesting materials that are in the water that may be causing some problems. That's still up to, that's not really up for debate. I guess it's true, but it's just not worth it. So, Look around a little bit. Um, outside of that, there's so many different restaurants. There's some great, fun outdoor activities there. We did a, a Tiger Woods mini golf excursion that was really, really fun. That was in Fort Myers. The airport's totally fine. I am a big judge of our big judge of airports, and the Fort Myers airport was fine. I wish they had a Delta Sky Club, but that's a first world problem for sure. They don't have any uh, clubs from at least what I could ascertain. And then, of course, the restaurants—so many different things. You can see the influence of people from other parts of the country, especially New England. They have several New England-style seafood restaurants, which made us happy. Um, we went to the Lobster Lady, which was really cool, and we're going to go to another a couple others when we go back. And of course, you know, just that weather is amazing. It's that tropical, subtropical weather that's pretty unique, even in Florida. So, certainly something to check out there. Um, Outside of that, I had two work trips in 2022 that I gave me an impression that I can share. First was to Indianapolis. And um, the Indianapolis Airport, for some reason, wins the best airport award in the country um, from some publications nearly every year. It's not bad. Um, I, I just wasn't seeing it. You know, I went into the Sky Club there and turned around and walked back out because it was too busy. That's not a judgment of the airport because there's no, they have no control over over um, airlines and their and their clubs. However, I didn't see much excitement about it. Uh, our work conference that we had there for a couple of days was on the outer edges of the city of Indianapolis. So we uh, were in Plainville and Plainview. Wow, I had to go back to my notes. <laughs> so it was interesting. Uh, nice little building up shopping center. It is isn't a growing area. It's just not something that I would be excited to return to. On the uh, counter offense, there, we did have our annual conference for work in uh, San Diego. And I thought, oh, no, California. I never want to go to California. I'm happy in Texas. But San Diego was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Mission Bay, Mission Beach, absolutely amazing. Amazing food from the Mexican influence to the sushi to just everything in between. The seafood was so amazing. The people were super nice everywhere. Um, everywhere we went, the Uber drivers were super friendly, the people at the restaurants were super friendly at the every place we went and it was just so beautiful. The weather around there year-round is amazing. So if you look at going to San Diego for a couple of days or a week or whatever, you know, there's still an off-season per se, but you really can't go wrong with the weather. So if you catch a good flight, and I know from Austin, Alaska Air often has fifty-nine dollar one-way uh fare and That's really, really cool. And so check that out for sure. And uh, just sign up for Alaska Air's uh, uh, mileage um, club and (laughs) savings club, I should say. And I think you'll find that there's a lot of good to be seen there. So definitely check that out as a destination. And then, of course, we talked about in the past podcast about going back to Las Vegas. And we did do that and had a fabulous time. I would say that Las Vegas, um, you know, certainly... Has changed a couple of notable changes with Las Vegas, Circa, uh, the Circa Hotel downtown is absolutely beautiful. We went to the sports book there and just sat and watched um, some sporting events under humongous screens. It was so much fun. We had a blast doing that, and of course the Fremont Street experience with the new 4K dome is amazing. We visited the El Cortez for the first time. It's a cute little uh, old. Hotel Casino, it's definitely something worth checking out. It's a hop, skip, and a jump off of Fremont Street, so you're still in the safe zone there. So, don't worry about that. The strip continues to develop. You have a ton of things going on there. So, you know, it's. Uh, I would say that one thing I noticed on the negative, outside of um, all the positives, well, two things. One, the prices. <laughs> prices are just going up. There's not many freebies anymore. You can gamble your your life away and, and still struggle to get a freebie uh, when it comes to like drinks and so on, which we didn't worry too much about um, because we didn't gamble much, but a lot of homeless, a lot more than I've ever seen there. And uh, you know, you'll see a lot of times panhandlers uh, of course. And then of course the costume uh, people that are uh, doing performances for, for tips. But I saw a lot of people throughout the days and nights that were, just passed out sleeping and that's not something you typically saw as much in the past there a couple of other notable expansions in las vegas uh the the uh valleys resort was starting to undergo its transformation to the horseshoe which is interesting uh the the uh, resort world resorts world which is close to we went down to circus circus because my dad my dad when he went to vegas way way back in the 70s Love Circus Circus, so I always go there and take a picture for him. Uh, we stopped at Resorts World on the way, and that's looking absolutely fabulous as well. I definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, the T-Mobile Arena has been around for a bit now, but that was looking good. The football stadium was looking great. There's a lot of new things, and if you look over near Flamingo and the Link, the Link's a, a renovation off of of a former of a former hotel, and it's. It's pretty nice, but the outside the little area between the flamingo and the link is really well done uh, with some great shops some some eateries some bars etc that you should definitely check out. A lot of construction at Caesar's Palace uh, they're doing a lot of work there but otherwise a lot of great things and you know we definitely were excited for the first time going to Las Vegas to be able to go over to secret pizza at the Cosmopolitan super, super good, super good experience, fun, fun to do. I'd highly recommend that. So that's, it was a great trip. We had a good time. Uh, We had a great rate on the hotel room. We had great support at the hotel. We stayed at Planet Hollywood and at Planet Hollywood at the Miracle Mile shops. There's so much to do when it comes to eating and shows and, and everything. I sound like I'm eating so much. I ate so much, but I really didn't. Every morning we were able to get breakfast for, for two, for under $15. Um, which is really good. And there's three, three, maybe four different places within the Miracle Mile shops that you can do that. And it was just, just filling enough to get the day going. So definitely check that out. So as we look at um, 2023, and again, this show is definitely going to hit on, it already has, and it's hitting on a lot of different aspects of travel. I certainly still recommend before you commit to any travel, especially foreign travel, that you go to canitravel.net, which I'll note uh, in the notes, and go there to make sure that there are no new travel updates when it comes to COVID or anything else. COVID is just continues to morph and continues to change, and and unfortunately, it's just been um, some weird stuff going on. Uh, as, As we look at the latest updates as of January 7th, uh, Japan updated a couple of years ago that, you know, they, they're vaccinated are allowed. So they're asking, you know, for, for that to be the case. Uh, that's uh, that's the latest update there. So you have um, Morocco uh, has reopened the borders. Uh, Ghana requiring a visa to enter Ghana. This is this again, this website's amazing. So if I wanted to go to from from the United States, let's say I want to go to um, Mongolia, you know, uh and I'm vaccinated. I've singled vaccinated. And yeah, so you you know must read conditions, entry has been lifted, negative tests before are no longer required. So a lot of open things at the moment. Just always check out canitravel.net. Amazing website. We love them. Uh, before you plan any travel and before you go and always buy trip insurance because anything can happen at any time. And, um, there's amazing offers there and I can help you with trip insurance. I don't typically sell my services on my podcast, but if you reach out to me, I can help you with trip insurance and get you a really, uh, very high, high end and, and moderate cost package that will more and pay for itself in the unfortunate event that something happens. A couple other travel notes to wrap this show up is, uh, first Curso. Uh, that's our favorite place ever. So we haven't been in way too long. We're not going to go this year. It's not in our plans for this year. Our plans this year are to go back to Fort Myers, Cape Coral's uh, area, and also go up to New Hampshire later this year. And I'll be back in Las Vegas for work as well this year. So we'll have some reports on that. Um, in Curacao, it's it's pretty stable right now. There's an interesting. Uh, there's a huge oil refinery in Curacao, and there was a rumor of that. Shutting down, and the uh, prime minister of Curacao is working on that. Uh, That's typically things that tourists don't see because they mask it from them, but you don't notice it because what happens is you go to a country like Curacao or anywhere, and you might notice something's amiss if you've been there several times, but you really have no clue what it is. Uh, I know when we went like uh, a day or two after the prime minister was shot dead on the beach across the street from where we were, we would not have known. Unless, there was, uh, unless I had looked at the Curacao Chronicle before I went there, we wouldn't have known. Same thing with this. You won't really know, but it's good to know the stability or instabilities of what's going on uh, in your uh, travel destinations. Again, that goes to the point of you don't want to have a shock coming up uh, you know, when you go to travel to these places. So definitely keep an eye on that. And again, I recommend checking out the CuracaoChronicle.com. Uh, it's not the Curacao Chronicle. It's just CuracaoChronicle.com. Uh, and I'll put that in the notes as well to check out. Just keep an eye on the news there. Uh, their political environment seems to be stable right now. Uh, that instability was about uh, 10, nine or ten years ago they had the instability with the prime minister being shot and killed, unfortunately, which was really sad. But certainly check check that out. Uh, exciting news for today, um, other than the new brand and the new uh, intro, outro, is the fact that Delta has really unleashed a bunch of cool things. Uh, I before I, when I was putting my notes down of what I wanted to talk about today, I I intentionally did not write down Southwest because I don't want to. I love Southwest, and I think that they've learned a major lesson, uh, and they're going to fix it. And that's all I'll say about that. But Delta has really uh, at the CES conference in Las Vegas took uh, the uh, the show by storm with. A lot of new updates there. One is free Wi-Fi for everybody, and it's going to be high-speed Wi-Fi And what they've said. They've been testing that for a bit. If you're a SkyMiles member, there's really no reason not to be. Just sign up for SkyMiles, and it's free. And, of course, there's privacy policies you want to look at, and they're going to track some things in order to give you the best, in their opinion, the best uh, experience. So definitely check that out on the Delta.com website. But they're going to have some really cool things there with their new um, – their new, uh, they they were one of the first airlines, in fact, probably the only um, uh, airline to have uh, the uh, – to buy into the um, seatback screens. Sorry, I couldn't talk for a second. The seatback screens with entertainment on them, and they're going to evolve that, which is really, really cool. So first, of course, Wi-Fi. Uh, by the end of February, they expect to have 80% of their flights covered by Wi-Fi, which is amazing. And then they're going to, from there, they're going to have some really cool things on the the, the screen on the back of your seat, the uh, the entertainment hub. So it's going to be um, very very exciting to have that, where you're going to be able to um, not only have the free Wi-Fi, but Delta Sync, and it's going to you're going to have you have to sign up with the of course the Sky Miles, uh, Delta Sky Miles, and then you uh, on demand you can order in-flight dining. Uh, discover content that's curated for you. So um, based on your interest that you set or interest that they're tracking, that your back screen will look different than anybody else's because it'll be curated to you and that's all from the back of the, of the screen. And from what I understand, that's going to cover everything from economy to first class. Uh, maybe first class will probably still have a personalized service there where you're not ordering in the back of the seat because I think that that human aspect is still important. But you'll be able to really do some cool things. They're also in Detroit and Atlanta right now doing face facial matching at, um, at check-in and for checking your – or for uh, – yeah. Checking your bags. So that's interesting as well. Uh, I'm a privacy buff, so I do get uneasy about some of this stuff, but I do think it's really cool what they're trying to do. And uh, we're going to hopefully fly Delta to Fort Myers in May. And at least the Wi-Fi should be happening. It'd be super cool with this at the back screen or the, the seat back screens were working as well. Uh, because wow, that would be cool, and we 're going to be flying through Atlanta most definitely, almost definitely if not it'll be through Detroit, one of two of the big hubs, so we 'll see what happens there, so very exciting things there so uh, c e s twenty three or c e s every year is always super cool to see what comes out of it, and it it's super super amazing when it 's related to travel, so yeah, so that 's what 's going on twenty twenty two a good year for travel uh, restrictions coming off quite quite a bit. We get bumps in the road every now and then of restrictions coming back, so yeah, we definitely want to keep an eye on that always. But I appreciate everybody listening. I know we had, I've had, uh, you know, dozens of folks that have clicked through and, and reached out over the past two years, and and I've always said, and I always put my foot in my mouth saying, I'm going to continue to improve and get better and do more and get guests and so on. But we are, we're going to do great things. Uh, it's not a New Year's resolution. I don't believe in those. I believe in just improving a one percent every day of my life, and hopefully, I can improve your travel experience one percent at least today. And uh, definitely uh, comment, leave any comments you have, and and I look forward to returning soon. And we'll we'll get more in depth in some of these very very broad topics that I covered today. So thank you so much, and have a wonderful January, and hopefully, your 2023 continues to be amazing.
0: Thank you so much. you've been listening to the know where you want to go travel podcast cam has been planning personal and corporate travel for over 15 years it's what he loves to do and with this show we can give you recaps of our recent travel and advice on where to go and why to go there in the future We'll give you news on things that impact travel, like COVID, and we'll throw in some places you may never have even thought about going. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit up CamJohnTravel.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at CamJohnTravel. See you next time on the Know Where You Wanna Go Travel podcast.